of the Church of Christ, if you're visiting with us here and visiting with us online, we have people from many different places, some from Missouri, Kansas, Texas, Tennessee, and I know I've missed some of you. We have some that are visiting here from our local area. We want you to be our honored guest today. A lot of things going on today. A lot of things going on. We have the, not the least of which is potluck following our service today. And that's just the springboard for our walk for water this afternoon at Hull Park at 2 o'clock. Now I get to introduce our speaker today. But before I do, I do want to remember that Brian and Mary Patterson say thank you for all those who have sent cards to them. They have uh, been suffering from poor health lately, have been homebound, so they wanted us to extend a, uh, a thank you to all of those. Our speaker today is here from, I want to say Accra, but it's Tema. Tema, Ghana, West Africa. And I've had the privilege, as well as Janine, of staying in their home. And both he and Lizzie are gracious, gracious guests. We were thrilled to have spent that time with them. And to listen to them tell stories of a land far away, as I call it, halfway across the world. And today centers around Ghana, West Africa. And I don't want to... Uh, uh, leave out Sean Judge. Where is Sean? There he is right there, hiding in plain sight. Who is here? He's heading up the Walk for Water today. So our, everything is centering around our, uh, our Walk for Water in Ghana, West Africa. And Christian is going to present our lesson today. I wish that we had, oh, and we do have, we just hours, hours and hours to listen to him tell stories of, of his homeland. Uh, but I know he's going to present the lesson for today. So without further ado, Christian Ensoa from Tema, Ghana, West Africa. Good morning. This morning to you all and also to say a big thank you to this congregation for I've known many good people here years and years and years back and they have been part, you have been part of the work I am doing in Ghana, many, many, many years ago, and you still continue to do great things for my country. And not for my country only, but also the whole of Africa. Because if Ghana prospers, the whole of Africa is going to pro prosper, prosper too. Happy Father's Day to all fathers here. May God bless all fathers, give you the needed patience, love, kindness, prosperity, and everything that your heart desires to take care of your family. Happy Father's Day. This morning, 
I want to share a few things with you. I have an I have accent. I'm not an American, so I don't speak American slangs. I speak British English, and maybe you have to pay attention to be able to understand what I'm saying. From the lesson that we just heard from the Bible reader, before I continue with that, I want to share something with you from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 1 and 2, verses 1 and 2. This is what the Lord says. God is speaking through Isaiah. Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house you built for me? Where will I rest? Where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things, and so they came into being, declares the Lord. This is the one I esteem. He who is humble and contrite in spirit, meaning he who has uh, a very humble heart, not only a humble heart, but whoever is... Uh, Whoever will show a spirit of humility and sorrowfulness and understand that he is guilty and for that matter he will lead him. This is what the constraint is talking about. And then he says, uh, Has not my hand made all these things? Then he said, This is the one I esteem. He was humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. So it means uh, God wants us to do something, not to give him physical things that our hands can touch or eyes can see. He said, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where are you going to build a house for me? What house can you build for me? And if you decide to build a house for me, where will be my resting place? Where do you think I can spend time alone in that house? Where will be my living room? Where will I sleep? Which means nobody on this earth can give God anything physical that will say, I've done this for God. He said, my hands have made all these things. Everything that you see has come to, to be because I made them. From this, I can know and see that God has something that I need to do, but not to think about physical things. 
God always deals with relationship. When God created heaven and earth, he said, let us make man in our own image, after our own likeness. And let them have dominion over this and this, 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 and that. So God wanted us to be in sweet fellowship with him. That's why he made us in his relationship, uh, in his likeness, so that we can have relationship with him. So this morning, I'm going to talk about relationship. Relationship from Genesis all the way to Revelation talks about relationship. First, relationship between God himself and mankind. So I'll call that our outreach. Relationship within God's own people, those God has brought together, relationship between ourselves, I'll call that in reach. Relationship and those who are not God's people, I'll call that outreach. So, from Genesis all the way to Revelation, if you read the Bible carefully, it talks about relationship. This is the area where we must concentrate our minds and do our best to fulfill those things to glorify God. The passage that was read to us talks about how that even sinners do certain things. So if you say we are doing the same thing that sinners are doing, they are already doing it. So as Christians, what can we do that will go beyond what the sinners are doing? This congregation here have done a great thing by having relationship outside here. I remember that from this congregation, we have had two big projects in Ghana. The first one was the World Drilling Project. And the second is the village of hope, the orphanage that we have. The orphanage, the whole of Ghana, there's no orphanage, even the government itself sets up orphanage. But our orphanage goes ahead to beat that of the government. So the whole Ghana, the orphanage that was started because of you here with us in Ghana is bigger than all. And the, 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 the world project that you and us started together in Ghana has also gone far. One time I remember in 1982, 1982, there was famine in Ghana, no food. And people here from America sent food to Ghana. And then after that, thousands of shoes to Church of Christ. They wanted a congregation, uh, uh, an organization in Africa to accept that gift. And they were not able to get anybody because it was too many. But Church of Christ said, yeah, we are going to take the, the shoes. So they shipped all the shoes to Ghana. By that time, there was a government that has recognized Church of Christ. So, so could bring them in and it will go, it's going to be uh, duty free. As soon as the, the shoes were shipped to Ghana, when the shoes got to Ghana, the leadership 
changed. And those who were present there said, you are going to pay duty. Where are we going to get the money to pay the duty? These thousands of shoes. We struggled and struggled and struggled and struggled. We're going to pay thousands and thousands of dollars, which we didn't have. So somebody in the government came to us and asked us, which organization are you? So Church of Christ. So yes, Church of Christ, I'm going to help you to get these shoes taken duty free. Because when there was farming in Ghana, because of Church of Christ, my mother was able to put food on the table. And we ate food without going hang hungry. So if the same Church of Christ is going to have this and give it out for free, I'm going to help you to get it for free. You see, hang go, hang come. When we helped the world, now the world is now turning to help us. So the shoes were delivered for free, and the man who helped us, we gave him 60 pieces for his own village. And the whole Ghana, many, many, many people who had even never wore shoes before had shoes for free. And this oration is part of it. So, I'm very glad to be part of whatever you're doing. We do show remorse when we see our faults. And we show gratitude when we are happy for what has been done to us. This relationship that I'm going to talk about. Now, there's a passage that I want to read to you. That is Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6 and verse number 9 says, Let us not be weary in doing good, for come weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we shall reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially those of the household of faith. Anytime we have the opportunity, let us practice this relationship. Because at a proper time, we are going to reap if we do not <coughs> stop doing it. Because of the relationship that we had before, the shoes were received without uh, duty. The same way, he says, especially those of the household of faith. Those of us who are together as God's children, if we have good relationship between ourselves. That is when we can have opportunity to pass it on to where we don't belong. Because of your relationship, many people in Ghana are happy. 
When we go to work, I'll show you some pictures. The pictures are here, but since we don't have the projector to put it on, I'll wait till when we get to the uh, riverside where we're going to work. I'll show you some pictures. We're drilling the, uh, the well. First, we started with World Vision International. We contracted them. They went to a village to drill. The village had been there for years without any good drinking water. People walk miles to fetch dirty water without treatment. They bring it with worms, which we call guinea worms. Then when we go there, we say, we are going to give you good water to drink, pure potable water, drinking water. So they jubilated, they, they, they were singing, they were dancing. And then they drew about six boreholes around the whole village, all dry. Then the people said, we didn't know we were in trouble until you came. Now we have found out that we are in trouble. So we're going to move out from this village. But by God's grace, Josiah Tilton, who was here, a preacher here, Brother George Chisholm, also helped him. And we were able to buy our own drilling rig. So I said, let's go back to the same village again and try again. The places where we told World Vision International to drill, and they went, we mounted the drilling rig, we held our hands together, we prayed, and then we started drilling. 40 feet deep, water started gushing out. We went 80 feet and we had 60 gallons per minute. That was very wonderful. Amen. 60 gallons per minute. The picture I'm going to show you, as I've already said, it is not. Uh, this woman is sitting on a log. That's all, that's all the furniture that he had. Her house has no door. No water, nothing. Once a while, somebody will donate a bottle of water to her. When we drilled from her house to where we drilled the, 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 the borehole, was just about oh, 100 yards. And 60 gallons per minute. She started dancing and dancing and dancing. Then I started preaching to this woman. And she wanted to be baptized. So we had to send this baby swimming pool thing. Baby swimming pool things. And we fill it with water. And this woman got baptized. When she was baptized, just a few weeks later, she died. If this congregation had not helped, if people God has put money into their hands did not give, if this project had not started in this place, this woman by all means would, would have died. But where would she be? So human relationship is one of the most important things to God. That's what he wants us all, all to practice. And I'm tr I believe that you are with me. And I'm here this morning 
to say a big thank you for your love and for your mercy and for the practice of human, good, good human relationship. This is what God wants us to do. Our outreach. Now, this woman was one of the outreach. Now she has become an enrich. It's wonderful. From here, I know that many people are rejoicing. I, will, I don't want to mention so many names because some of those people are, are new here, are no more here. But I thank God that Brother Matthew is also here. He came to Ghana. And he has seen some of the things I'm talking about. He went to the north. He saw some of the good wells that have been drilled. And he came back and said he was happy. And I know he's still happy for seeing that. I want to congratulate you. I want to keep, you know, encouraging you to do the best you can so that God can always be glorified and the blessings will be ours in future. Before I conclude my, uh, my sermon, I want to read Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. He says, the fruit of righteousness is a tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. The fruit of our righteousness is a tree of life. We are human beings sometimes, the Bible refers to us as trees. And the fruit that we bear as trees is our righteousness. And when we bear fruit, the fruit will go to the ground and come up with another, another tree. So our righteousness will produce another righteous people. It says, he who wins souls is wise. So glorify God in everywhere, everywhere, everywhere that we go. Our righteousness will keep expanding and expanding and expanding. It gets to a place where God himself will be glorified, and we'll be happy in our lives. So, if you are here and you are not yet a member of the church, I will plead gently with you that you need also to be part of God's people. I'm not saying you are not God's person, but we have what we call... Uh, I can be a biological person and 
I can also be an adopted person. God wants to bring you back to himself. God wants to bring you back to himself. You are God's person, but he wants to bring you back to himself. Why not repent and accept the fact that God created you for himself. He wants to have a good relationship with you. So why not obey the gospel today, get baptized into Jesus Christ, and your sins will be washed away and be part of God's people. So we all together can glorify God in this relationship that I'm talking about. If you're also a Christian and want something to say because God has touched your heart, when the sun leader comes, please let us see you. May God bless us all. For this little sermon that we have heard, uh, somebody told me I'm too old, so I don't speak well. It is true. But the little that we have, let God bless it for us in Jesus' name. Amen.